Yo, yo, as always, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Here's the Thing, that show where it's just a show, period. Man, crazy thing, Tay ass got me up in here solo dolo. She got me doing this by myself. She all sick, under the weather. That Chicago weather, boy, that shit'll get you. It will get you. This shit's like a bad dream sometimes, cause you had like 25 seasons in a week period. Like we done had 50 degrees, 20 degrees, back to 50 degrees to 30 degrees, six. Like what the, man? This is crazy. But we Chicagoans, it's like you always gotta know it's coming, regardless. But it's fine But I'm going to tell y'all this though Seriously I suggest Y'all go get y'all some brown liquor Any kind of liquor I don't give a shit But we finna have a brown liquor moment today If you've never had a brown liquor moment I don't know what to tell you But you finna have one today I suggest you go pour you some Hey if you If, if, if you can't afford to go get you some wild turkey If you got a little money in your pocket Get you some Manejo, some Hennessy, whatever it is you drink. Patron. See, that was a sip right there. Mmm, that's strong. But today's show, we gonna dive into some something that's been going on. And um, social media got the social media world going crazy. So we gonna go ahead and just get right to it. Let's go. So check this out. This lady, Gail King. Yup, Gail King. She got the social media world on fire. So apparently she decided to call up Lisa Lastly, do an interview, speaking on her relationship or friendship. I'm sorry, not relationship, but friendship with Kobe Bryant. And during this interview, as a journalist, I guess she felt she had to ask the tough questions that people are afraid to ask. And during this whole interview, she decided to bring up the, the, the whole situation that Kobe Bryant, uh, back in, I think it was like 2003 or so. And, um... See, the problem with that, the problem with that is you went had from 2003 to 2020 to ask this man about this, to call anybody up and interview them while he was here. But you decide to wait while the whole entire world is grieving this man's death, tragic death, and not just his tragic death, his daughter's tragic death and seven other people who was on that helicopter so right now she she's getting some titles put on her she's being called a coon uh, uh, I think they calling her uh, damn what they calling her I know they calling Oprah Winfrey like Okra Winfrey I think she like I don't know 
I can't remember what it is. But at any rate, let's just dive into Gail King herself. She's about 65 years old. She has been in the media since about 1981 to this to this present day. She grew up in in uh, Maryland, but she did also lived in Turkey for a little little bit because her father was in a, the military. So <clears throat> that's that's a pretty good background to be able to say, hey, I lived in Turkey. But at that point, when she came back to the state, she uh, attended the University of Maryland College Park. Hmm. Okay, so we, we know she got some education behind her. That's that's a pretty good thing. Education is 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 always a good thing. Hold on, take that other sip. <clears throat> that's good. So, she started as a production assistant at uh, WJZ TV in Baltimore and I, th- at that point that's where she met Oprah you know and they became good friends or whatever and that was about 1976 or so when she met Oprah so they have a, a, a pretty good history and see the thing is it's not it's not a problem with meeting somebody and having having a good history and a, a good rapport with them that's pretty much what she got with Oprah Oprah kind of put her on I think that's safe to say so later on after that, she uh, trained to be trained as a reporter at WUSA TV in Washington. OK, so the resume starting to look pretty damn good. So, I mean, she's currently a, a, a co-anchor of CBS, CBS. I'm sorry, this morning. She also at some point. A short-lived, when I say the word short-lived, I am not lying to you, short-lived, this shit was short-lived. She had a short-lived talk show, it was called Cover to Cover, that shit didn't make it, you know. Then she eventually got another show in like 97, The Gayle King Show. She got a pretty good damn resume of being in the media. And the beautiful thing about that, first off, is that it's always good when people of color get into a world where they have a voice she got a voice she has the opportunity to use this voice for whatever she wants to use it for but let alone it's a voice she got powerful people behind her which is Oprah let alone let's just say she also has Harvey Weinstein in her pocket and Here's the benefit of having a guy like that of power in your pocket. She's been in movies like The Color Purple, The Manchurian Candidate. She's been in TV shows like 30 Rock, Being Mary Jane. She's been on Saturday Night Live. She's been on the TV show The Boss. She's been in Queen Sugar. And she was in the movie Queen and Slim. So... She's got a pretty good resume. That's a that's that's awesome to be a woman of color, a black woman of color, and to be in the media, in TV, and entertainment that long. That's a beautiful thing. See, the fucked up thing is we should be celebrating that. But 
I'm gonna tell you why we can't celebrate that. Because Gail wanted to be on the other side of the tracks. She didn't want to use that voice that she has, that opportunity to be in the media, to be able to preach, teach, or whatever the hell it is. Knowledge, uplift. She she wants to use this stage that she has for her own purpose. The fucked up thing is that she released a statement and she tried to put it on her network, CBS, that they only took a clip of the interview with Lisa Lastly. Now, let me before I can get into that, let me let me tell you something about Lisa Lastly. Beautiful woman. Stand-up classy woman. That is a beautiful sister right there. You ain't never heard of Lisa Lastly. Uh, being in no type of trouble But let me just tell you what Let me give you some things about Lisa Leslie I hope you know But if you don't She is a two time WNBA champion She has three MVP trophies She also has Four Olympic gold medals Four So I can understand the reason why Gail chose her given the fact that she is she had a good relationship a good friendship with Kobe Bryant another sip by the way so I understand I get it but what that woman decided to do was have an interview and, and she if you haven't actually seen the whole interview, I really would suggest you you watch it because she she really did reach and touch, you know, a lot of aspects of Kobe Bryant's life, his work ethic, how he who he was as a man. But the problem is, why would you choose when he the whole world is grieving this man? The whole like I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I have not seen I don't know if I can say in my lifetime or in a long time I've not seen this many people cry grieve and be hurt by an individual as they are with Kobe Bryant we're not talking about a president we're not talking about an activist we're talking about a NBA basketball player. NBA basketball player. See, that's what we know, though. I'm pretty sure the people that was really, really, really close to Kobe know him in a whole different light than we do. They know Kobe the hard worker. They know Kobe the man. They know Kobe the father. And I mean personally. So I can understand why people are crying. Here's the thing. Even if you never met him personally. You, you had, we had an opportunity to see this man shine and ha- have a certain point of view on life. Even after the mistake. Which he owned up to. Which he took accountability for. Which he got on TV and cried and told us that 
The worst part of that whole situation is knowing that his wife had a miscarriage. And that ate him alive every day. And here you do here you go, excuse me. You got this black woman who has a voice and decides to want to tarnish this man's legacy by asking about some shit that he wasn't even convicted for, which it never went anywhere. See, she's doing that for ratings, in my opinion. The same way she did that Kelly shit. Now, here's the thing. We all understand that R. Kelly, we, we know what R. Kelly was doing. We know what he was he was facing. We know what he was up against. We, we, we know what he was doing. Shall I say not facing or up against? I'm sorry. World, wrong choice of a phrase. But she didn't take that interview to get his point of view, to hear his side of the story. He was the hot topic. She wanted to destroy the rest of his name, which I, I guess in hindsight, maybe he deserved it, but I can't judge nobody. I don't give a shit what he did. I'm not here to judge him. That's not my job. I don't hold no power to judge him, but this is what she does. There's going to come a point where I heard Eddie Griffin say, and before I even get into that, let me just say, I, social media is going crazy. There are tons of people reacting to the Gail King situation in, in the likes of Bootsy, Uncle Snoop, Michael Blackston, Michael Rappenport, Eddie Griffin, the list goes on and on. I'd be naming a whole shitload of people if I kept going. But Eddie Griffin said that there is a there is a part of this all of this that people is not understanding where there's like a hit on the black man to the point where no matter how immaculate and illustrious your career is when your career is over when it's all said and done there's going to be asterisks by your name that's going to say yep this person did this but he was a rapist he was a murderer he beat his girlfriend up and don't get it wrong some some celebrities do a really fucking good job at helping them with that but at the end of the day she had no fucking right to sit up there and even pose that question to even bring up the fact about Kobe's Bryant situation with that situation when there was never a conviction there was never any guilty verdict so here's the thing that Gail fucking King did not state this is where the brown looker moment comes in so I'm gonna give y'all the opportunity to go ahead and pour another glass cause I'm gonna take another sip Ooh, that's harsh. Hold on. Let me take a sip of that bit of wash that shit down. Mm. Alright. I'm about ready. 
So let me give you some facts about, and I'm only bringing this up because I, I want y'all to understand how how they do us. I want you to understand how we're always guilty before we're innocent. When we live in a world where you're supposed to be innocent and proven guilty. So Kobe's accuser, what people don't know, she was on meds for schizophrenia. That is a long-term mental disorder. She also had other, some other motherfucker semen in her panties. And I, I said that proper as fuck, in her panties, in her drawers, in her unmentionables, in her underwear, what the fuck you want to call them. She had some, some, some nut in that shit. And she said, <laughs> she accidentally put these yellow ass panties on before she was getting examined now I don't know what type of motherfucking woman she is to the point where she knew she had to go get examined and she mistakenly put some old ass panties on that she previously got boned put them shits back on and leaked in like I, I, I'm a man and I, I've <laughs> I've been around plenty of women that after we did what we did type shit and I ain't never seen no woman just put no old ass panties on like like on some next day get out the shower shit she also attempted keyword attempted suicide two months prior to having that situation with Kobe now there's a reason why I'm bringing all this up there with me so the first thing I want to say is if, if mental health is, is, is it's a really touchy thing because you never know who has it you never know who has mental health issues big or small But clearly, there's a reason why there wasn't a conviction. This is the reason why I'm bringing this up. Whether they want to say Kobe paid her off, whatever. That's what they want to say he did. But clearly, there's a reason why there was no conviction. The fact that the, the woman was on medication for schizophrenia. You don't believe this shit, Google. Google people. She had other people's, other whatever, semen in her drawers. She was unstable. Now, Kobe admitted to having consensual. Consensual sex. Damn. Huddy, why you bringing this shit up? Why you talking about this shit? You damn man, it's worse as, as Gail. No, I'm not. See, because what Gail failed to report is the facts. The facts is what fucking matter. Regardless. 
there's a reason why there was no conviction and those facts I just gave you is why there was no conviction so for this woman to sit up on TV and get his fucking interview with Lisa Leslie having knowing the facts trust me she's a journalist she's done her fucking research having known the facts and to get up on TV and do an interview and try to trick, put Lisa Lasley in a fucking trick bag. See, she didn't realize how smart Lisa Lasley was. Lisa Lasley wasn't going. She said, look here, Heifer. This is not the time for that. And, and I can't stand you media motherfuckers because what's the point of it? See, it's so hard to... I, I remember being young and I remember growing up and, and you you looking at, you know, some of these, these, these black people that's in good places and high places with voices and, and you look up to that. But to sit back and try to destroy a man's legacy, to just fuck the legacy. To, to don't throw throw sorry throw dirt on his name for your benefit. When you had all this goddamn time to speak on it with this man, to sit down and do an interview interview with this man, and and get inside the story, which there was no fucking side of the story because. The information was all put out there. He even did a, a fucking interview way early in that explaining all of that shit. So what the fuck is you re- revisiting some shit that he already explained? The crazy part is when you look at this woman, the reason why early in the show I gave you this woman's resume because she wasn't handed shit, apparently. She went to school. She had the jobs. She has the she has the 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 seniority on of doing this in this profession. She should fucking know better. See, I hear everybody say, well, she ain't coming at Harvey Weinstein and all these motherfuckers. But the problem is that you got to understand when you're bought, you can't come at the motherfucker that's buying you. I mean, I get it. People mad and upset and they want to say what they're going to say. But let's be let's be fucking real. Let's be honest with yourself. When you're bought, when you're paid by somebody, when 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 they hold the cards to shit to your career. You can't go and walk in a motherfucking office or some shit or do an interview about them and, and, and ask them some shit like that. Because that very next day, you ain't going to have a goddamn job. And that's her. Because she sold herself. She sold herself so that she can be successful. Like, the, I... Even with all that being said, bitch, if you done sold yourself, ooh, excuse the, excuse the, excuse the bitch word. 
But if you sold, if you have sold yourself, that's fine. But at the time where you know a nation, a country, an entire world is mourning. Who in the fuck is you to bring this shit up at this time when him, his daughter, and seven other people have not even been laid to rest? You shouldn't bring this shit up at all, period. I I, I don't know what the hell she's thinking. I don't know. Like, and then, then to come and make a statement talking about, you know, people are seeing it, taking it wrong because, you know, the, the, the NBC put it out there and they only put this specific segment of the, of the interview on. So is it safe to assume that the people that you worship so much, the motherfuckers that you sold yourself to, sold your ass out then? Cause that's what it sounds like. Sound like you got sold the fuck out. Why you so busy selling out your people? Selling out your people. Your ass got sold out. They showed your ass. Hey, Jay-Z told motherfuckers the best. Rich nigga, poor nigga, still nigga. <laughs> Goofy. I wish fan was up in here. Hold on, fam, with your goofy ass. Now you want to come out with a statement talking about some, you hope, you hope we understand what you really, man, we, no, we understood, we understand quite well what you was trying to do. So you could take your Aunt Lucille wig off, go sit your ass down in the corner because you won't time the fuck out. Time the fuck out. And don't even look, don't even turn around and look at shit. Sit your ass in that corner. You have an entire nation mourning. And yo, this shit crazy. But the beautiful thing about life, see, I understand why your ass is divorced. By the way, she got divorced in 1993. Cause he probably realized you was a sellout motherfucker too. He ain't want no pause of that shit. Shit's ridiculous. You, Gail King, is a fucking sellout. And the fucked up thing. You know it. Some motherfuckers don't even know they fucked up. You know you fucked up. And you gonna try to come on TV. No, no. You didn't do it on TV. You did some fucking type of shit on Twitter. Some video on Twitter. Trying to put the wool over our fucking eyes. Like we dumb as shit. Like we don't know no better. No, motherfucker. We been. We been sort of snaking you. Fuck out of here. You that goofy bitch in the party Don't nobody want to come holler at That's you 
do that. You can post as many videos trying to get our ass as you want, but here's the bottom line. You ain't shit. You ain't gonna never be shit. And you made it that way. With your goofy ass. So you got lucky I ain't had one or two more cups. Cause shit, I probably went with crazy. But trust me, they didn't ate your ass up enough. Snoop told you, we at you. First off, learn to respect people. Learn to respect life. Learn to respect situations. Because you're doing all that shit for money. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that little, that little check they wrote your ass. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, listen. This, I know I kind of rent and raved a little bit, but I had to give it to my ass. I had to give it to y'all. I had to tell y'all some things. So don't even trip. We Gucci. Stay tuned for the one last thing coming up next. This is the one last thing. And I want to touch on a subject that is touchy to quite a few people. And that's suicide. Suicide exists, people. And it's something that a lot of us don't understand. And we don't understand it because it's something you don't understand unless you're in that place. There are people out here struggling with everyday life. Everyday life. They have a tremendous weight on their shoulder that no matter what you tell them sometimes, it don't make sense to them because their issues, their problems are very heavy. But there are things that you can do that help. It involves listening, supporting, understanding what a person is going through. No matter what you've been through, and even if your issue is similar to theirs, you cannot walk in their shoes and understand what they're feeling and why they're feeling it. The preventative measures is just being there. It's that simple sometimes. Be there for people. Let them know you have their back. Let them know 
you're that shoulder. It's not cowardly. It's not selfish. Because you cannot tell someone what they're going through is nothing. You cannot tell someone that what they're going through is minute. It's that small. Don't be afraid. Don't be prideful. Where you cannot listen to someone who's going through something. Just be there. It's as simple as that. Help them seek the right avenues to get through that. Don't assume that they have it, that they can fix it. And don't assume that it's that easy for them to fix. Life is crazy. And it throws a lot of curveballs. Shit happens. Give a person a chance. After you speak to them to try to figure it out. But don't think what they're going through is bullshit. Give them a chance. And love that person the best way you know how. Even when you don't want to. It's always the little things that count. Give them you. Let them know that goes a long way. It goes a long way. So just be there. Love them. And do your best to help them. Because trust me, they have let you know that they're struggling. That's my thing. That's my one last thing. Thank you for tuning in to Here's the Thing Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Here's the Thing Podcast at Huddy underscore Tay. That'd be H-U-D-D-I-E underscore Tay. Also, you can find Here's the Thing podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Tune in next week. Got some more heat for you. <laughs>